0: All right, we're, we're live again on Monero Talk. My name is Doug. Hi, Doug. And the name is? Elaine. Uh, you just gave a great presentation. Uh, I heard overheard somebody say it was the best presentation they've heard at a crypto conference.
1: Uh, I think they were being a little bit generous with that, but uh, thank you.
0: <laughs> so I found it interesting. I don't know if I completely followed the logic of, of the argument that's essentially being made. Uh, you're saying, you know, Bitcoin is kind of it's the creation of money. Um, and so it, it's built in a way where, uh, it, it's unsanctionable. It's, it-
1: right. I'm, I'm saying that, uh, if a technology, you know, it, it, well, Bitcoin is unsanctionable or lightning is unsanctionable. And if something is unsanctionable and enough people use it, then sanctions will stop being a political tool because like people cannot always find ways around it.
0: But how is it? What I guess what I'm not following is how is Bitcoin not sanctionable when we saw what happened in Iran?
1: Um, well, what we might not see in Iran is um, a lot of uh, is people can transact all over the Lightning Network without um, having uh, information about their transactions be public or publicly settled on the blockchain uh lightning network basically serves as a giant clearing house or a private clearing house so we don't actually know who's sending money to whom um there was the lightning trust torch which we have a map of because every everyone tweeted uh whenever the torch moved but if people hadn't tweeted about the torch moving then it would have stayed in the dark
0: but isn't that kind of uh theoretical at this stage i mean Nobody's, I, I know that the idea is everybody will be using Lightning, uh, but we've actually seen coins get blacklisted in Iran, right? So isn't that effectively, didn't we see sanctioning? Yeah, in that's
1: actually a really good example that you bring up. Uh, the uh, Treasury Department, or uh, OFAC, did list two uh, sanctioned. Addresses belonging to Iranian hackers, and a few weeks after that was listed, uh, they gave an interview to the New York Times and said, "Hey, we generated new addresses already."
0: What? Do you, who, who said that?
1: Uh, the person who controlled the private keys to the addresses on the blacklist.
0: So, about all the mere fact that they did do it, doesn't that show that it can be done? Though uh, that's what that's where I'm failing to follow oh, the logic. Definitely. Coin can coins be blacklisted on Bitcoin?
1: I mean, in theory, they can, but it's also really easy to just generate a new wallet.
0: Okay, like, so, like, with this recent hack that happened, uh, those coins are someone's going to attempt to use those coins. Can't they be followed through the chain and essentially blacklisted and people won't want to accept these stolen coins?
1: If all the transactions ha- happen on chain, uh, then yeah. But if these hackers then op- instead open a lightning channel and do all their transactions offline and then close off the channel, um, then like you- there's no blacklisting in lightning.
0: All right. But with the money, if I, ta- if I take a dollar bill out of my pocket or a hundred dollar bill and I give it to you, uh, I don't have to use separate tools to make it work as money. Money works as money. So shouldn't if we're saying Bitcoin is money, shouldn't it be fungible on the core protocol level instead of relying on additional layers and tools to help uh, obfuscate it? If it's actually money, shouldn't it be fungible and not bl- not blacklist? Uh, you know, you won't be capable of blacklisting it if it's fungible on the core protocol level.
1: Um, I guess that's fair. Uh, on the core protocol, It is not entirely fungible if exchanges do try to trace every transaction which i think coinbase already does uh there is an alternative which is to go off or to go to a second layer um in the future i think there are um proposals in development that will make bitcoin more fungible actually on chain
0: so are are you into monero at all do you follow monero at all
1: um i follow monero on twitter uh although I don't follow it from a technical perspective.
0: Uh, but are, are you aware that like you, you can't physically blacklist a, a Monero coin? There's no, there's no way of even listing an address or viewing an address?
1: Yes, I am aware of that.
0: So isn't that kind of a better solution to the fungibility problem?
1: Um, I, if Bitcoin had come out, And it was built exactly like Monero. I think that would have been favorable. But the truth is, like, network effects do matter. And, um, I mean, I like Monero, but um, uh, one is more widely accepted than the other.
0: Yeah, certainly uh, Bitcoin's got Monero beat there. It's the first mover. Um, It has the network effect. But do you think Bitcoin is flawed because... It's not fundable on the core protocol level. And ultimately, it's not going to become uh, the digital cash we hope it to become.
1: Well, I wouldn't call it flawed. I would call it a work in progress. And I would say the same thing about Monero.
0: Oh, Monero is certainly a work in progress. No doubt about that. Uh, I don't think anybody would claim otherwise. But I feel like it's... Do you feel like Monero is has achieved digital cash more so than Bitcoin has as of today?
1: Um, I don't... Follow Monero closely enough to really be able to comment on that. Uh, I'm, I, I feel like uh, it, it's still more under active development since there's frequent hard forks, and um, I, I don't uh, that that could be a factor for some people.
0: Okay, yeah, not try, not trying to push the Monero initiative too much. It was just I I found it hard to uh, follow the logic of the presentation when. It, Bitcoin is in fact completely transparent, and it's it's a, a global ledger that everybody shares and can follow, literally follow everyone's transactions. So to me, it seems like uh, we're moving in the opposite direction potentially with Bitcoin, where we would kind of move towards this dystopia where everyone. So you gave the example of a of an a, one of the Amazon uh, things in your home, which is is quite scary. But now, what if everybody's on this? digital uh, ledger that uh, every government has access to, uh, every corporation has access to, where all transactions can can be traced and followed?
1: Well, I mean, there are uh, developments in progress. Uh, I mean, CoinJoin's already out there, and there's paid endpoint So it doesn't have to be totally traceable. Um, I think that Bitcoin will eventually get there. And if this was a Monero conference and, like all the attendees were Monero maximalists. I, I probably would have focused my talk more on Monero, but I mean, Bitcoin was just the topic at hand.
0: Okay. Uh, didn't, yeah, didn't mean to push back too hard, but I just wanted to kind of make that comparison of Bitcoin to Monero. Totally
1: yeah, it, it, it's, it's a totally fair comparison. It's just, um, one is further along and more widely adopted, probably resonates more with people. All
0: right. I appreciate taking you taking the time, allowing me to, uh, Hit you with some hard questions. Thanks, Doug. Have a good one. Awesome. Thank Thanks. you very much.
1: Wow, we're really trying to get the show from there. <laughs>